Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm going to bring us in here as we're getting the headphone situation set up. As you can see, we got the new studio in here, and this is Speed and Power with Megan Walker and Josiah Alex, special guest. And yeah, we'll get the headset set up here. We need to get some audio jacks. If you notice, you're on the new move-in. There's some items left on the list, headsets being one of them, uh, but we'll get you guys set up here. But nonetheless, I kind of want to get the impressions of the new studio. What are you guys thinking? This is absolutely beautiful. This is the first time I've seen it, and I live two blocks away. And so it was a super nice walk here. But no, it's super nice. DP did a great job, and yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. No, I think it's. I mean, it's very professional. I mean, because I'd be, uh, I'd be just riding around on my scooter like on the weekend. I saw you pull up on the scooter today. Yeah, I, I was like, there's yeah, a I'd, six I'd be going everywhere guy. on that thing. And so, <laughs> like, when I'd be riding around at night, like I remember, I think I came by and there was some people. I don't know if they were doing like a night show or if they were just mm-hmm. like a pre-recording. But I seen them in here. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, we go pretty late at night. I know Sunday's the last one's Malone Radio, and that doesn't get done until 10 p.m. But uh, yeah, it's super cool with student athletes. Obviously, Megan Walker's had her show here now, but uh, it, it always it, it always surprises me how fast this thing kind of came along. You know, I, I feel like it's been forever. I'm not going to lie. Really? I feel like I've been waiting for this like for a long time. That's true. There was some excitement there. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, I guess uh, for me, it was when we were here Sunday night putting everything together. It was just kind of a little surreal. I was like, I knew it was coming, but I was still surprised how fast it all came together. But now we're here. It looks beautiful. I love like that you can just see out on the street. Like you can just see what's going on. I love all the lighting. Mm-hmm. The big lighting. That's my favorite part is just switching to the off camera. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> Playing go. with the cameras is always yeah. fun. Uh, throwing rocks at the window. <laughs> <laughs> no people can just stand there and watch you. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and uh, let's bring in our guest here and tell everyone a little bit on who we got in studio today. Oh, yes, we have got the one and only 6'8". I can't believe you're 6'8", but the 6'8 <laughs> forward from the Nebraska men's basketball team, Josiah Alec. A.K.A. Becca's older brother. That's what you're known for. How does it feel <laughs> to be in the shadows of our Nebraska volleyball star, Becca? Um. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not, uh, it's nothing new to me. Yeah. Um. You know, I wasn't really highly recruited out of high school, and Becca committed to Nebraska in eighth grade. And so <laughs> even once I was starting to like catch my stride athletically, like going into my um, senior year, like once I was finally going to play varsity, you know, she came in already as a Nebraska commit. And so then, you know, being in Nebraska, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> there's another one just to overshadow me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I've, I eventually made it like, you know, to a, like a small D1. But um, yeah, I mean, she's always been a superstar. So this is nothing new to me. Well, it's amazing that you both are here. So you played at New Mexico and then Missouri, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to UMKC out of high school and then was there for three years and then went to New Mexico for one year this past season. And then, yeah, came here. Nice. What made you come back to Nebraska? Um, So the main thing was, um, you know, actually when I entered the portal, I didn't actually know kind of like where I wanted to go. Um, I just kind of like knew that I I wanted to change. Um, 
just because like it just I didn't feel like it was the right fit at New Mexico. Um, and so going through the process, like when when Coach Hoiberg called me up and, you know, talked about how like he was interested, like he wants to get a relationship started, um, kind of just get to talk to me about the whole situation here. Um, I honestly wasn't really like too intrigued, to be honest, um, just because I mean, when I was in high school, like when it was when I was at my first school, um, you know, Nebraska really. I mean, even being here, like, you know, I hadn't heard, like, the best things about the way, that, like, the team was, like, the chemistry, the, I mean, just the whole ordeal. And so, but, I mean, because I knew um, Sam Greasel, mm-hmm. um, like, I, I've known him since high school. And so I, I watched him a bit over the season um, and kind of got to see that things had started changing in the right direction. Um, just in terms of, I mean, even just, like, play style, like, they're actually, like, playing, like, a scheme defense um just you know guys being held accountable you know like they make a bad play or like they won't have like show effort on defense they'll come out the next possessions things like that um and so you know I was like all right like I'll entertain the idea but you know I really don't know how far I'm going to go with this and you know just over the course of like the the month that I was in the portal um you know I just started talking to him hearing like kind of what he had to say and actually started like really considering it and you know the main thing was just kind of keeping the whole being home part out of it Mm-hmm. Um, just because for me, I mean, obviously like not very many people get a play for their home team, especially like in a conference, like the big 10 for basketball. Um, and so I tried to keep that part out of it and keep it just basketball. And so once it came like time to make a decision and I felt like my heart was with, um, like coach Hoiberg, the staff and the team, then, you know, it was really just a cherry on top that I get to enjoy all the extra benefits of being back home, you know, having my sister at the school, having my parent, have my mom here in town, um, you know, and obviously getting to be like reunited with all my friends and be somewhere, you know, where I grew up. And, you know, so that part was amazing. So. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the training table? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, I'm a very, I'm a very frugal guy to put it nicely. Some call it cheap, but uh, frugal is a little nicer with vocab. Um, <laughs> and so I really don't, I try not to spend money if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and being at University of Missouri, Kansas City at a high school, um, you know, it was a, it was a really like a mid-major, it was a commuter school. Um, and so we just had like one cafeteria and it wasn't like a situation where it's like, okay, there's one cafeteria, all the money goes to cafeteria. It was like, no, we got just enough money for the cafeteria to keep, to call it a cafeteria. Oh my and yeah, so the meals there were rough, but still <laughs> ate all three meals for three years there. And so being able to have a luxury, like training table is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a dream come true. It's kind of like the biggest perk when I would think about playing at the power five level that kind mm-hmm. of got me excited. Is that true? Is that the biggest perk for you? The training table? Like, it's really nice. And I feel like we sometimes, like, we take it for granted. Like, yeah. we are like, oh, like, I've had this already. But, like, if you go to another school, like, you're not going to get what we have in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that's overlooked. Like, the food there, absolutely amazing. Yeah. What's your favorite thing that you've had so far? Oh, easily the salmon. The yeah. salmon? They, oh, yeah. Oh, you guys get no, salmon, salmon down It's, like, so oh, moist. It's, it's, it, it's amazing. Like, I, like kind of like she said, like, a lot of do, like, a lot of people just don't understand it. Because, I mean, if you get recruited to Nebraska... Then, you know, you come in after eating like high school food and, you know, you may be like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like a nicer cafeteria. Like a lot of people don't realize, like, I mean, so even in the power five level, like not everybody, like there's very few schools that have like the facilities and the amount of funding that like our athletic program does. And so, I mean, it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And so, like you know, if you come in like your freshman year, like by your junior year, you're like, yeah, you know, it's going to go eat a training table, like whatever. But for me, you know, I used to be eating like 
cold meatloaf sandwiches. <laughs> like I, I'm not. This is not an exaggeration. I have a picture in my phone from one day where it was like they had a they had a sign up cold meat like meatloaf sandwiches. It was the most. <laughs> The least appetizing thing I've ever read in my life. At least I told you it was going to be <laughs> yeah, cold. But I, like, I, we're I, not I, even like, prompts in a hot oh meal. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I wasn't planning on transferring. But, like, when my coach left, like, I like because I used to just be sitting there in the morning eating watered-down eggs, like, sitting at lunch eating, like, centimeter-thick hamburgers. Like, and I used to just be thinking, like, man, you know, if I make it power five, I'm going to be eating greedy. And I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't missed the beat. That's the motivation you know, that people have to get to oh a power five goodness. school. Especially for me. Cause I, I mean, like I said, like I'm real cheap. You know, like I'm a, you always going to catch me wearing Nebraska gear because free is me. Mm-hmm. They give out the gear. I'm going to wear it. I got free shoes. I got free socks. Was that running the family? Because Becca definitely repping the Husker gear all the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just part of the way we were raised. I mean, so I've been very fortunate to where we got to experience what it was like being on the the lower end of the, you know, like economic side of it, mm-hmm. you know, where it was – you know, um, like my, my, my mom had to file for like bankruptcy, like when we were kids, like just single mom, six kids, like, you know, food stamps, the whole ordeal. Um, and so then like when she remarried, when I was in like fifth grade, um, like my stepdad, he was like a career, um, like engineer slash salesman for Goodyear. Oh, wow. And so he had like <laughs> built up like, um, I mean, basically he was like a smart dude, like had a lot of. I mean, a lot of cheddar in the bank. Um, and he moved us to Lincoln, like really nice house. And so I kind of got to live that that other side of it for, you know, about like 10 years of my life. And then I got to experience what it was like to actually have it. And, you know, when you're living in it, you don't really realize, you know, how bad it is. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of, you know, that's life. Like, you know, this is what we eat. This is what we have. You know, you go to Goodwill on Dollar Day. Like, <laughs> everything's a hand-me-down, you know, like, you know, I go buy nothing with a tag on it. But then when I moved to, you know, here to Lincoln, you know, we had like a, uh, like a two-story house with a basement, you know, like big yard, you know, was able to get new clothes, like, you know, on a regular basis. And I'm like, hold up, like, wait, what were we doing before? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got a lot of great memories from both sides of it, but the biggest thing was that, like, I got a very early perspective on just exactly the impact that, like, money has. Um, and then... So for me, like the main kind of switch into being like, you know, cause even as a kid, like you're not thinking about like being cheap, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so my stepdad passed when I was in um, seventh grade. And um, so when he passed, like I kind of realized like, okay, so I seen how we were living before, you know, he married my mom, moved us out here in this nice house. Now he's gone. I'm like, oh, snap, we're going back to no money. You know, I didn't know how life insurance worked. I didn't know how any of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know how savings worked. I was just like, oh, okay, well, the reason we're living nice is now gone. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, my mom's got me and five other kids. And so I was just like, all right, well, how come I make life as easy as possible? Because, you know, my older siblings they, at the time, they were a little greedy. They, you know, they were still asking for stuff on a regular basis, like new clothes, new shoes, things like that. So I was like, all right, well, I got to balance this out so that way we don't go back to living how we were. So, you know, I just never asked for anything, never tried to buy new clothes, new shoes, nothing. And then eventually it just kind of got adapted into like just how I like process things on a regular basis. And now I'm at the point now where I've had to like kind of start working on like trying to spend some money. Um, <laughs> just cause I'm like, it's okay to enjoy things a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, I mean, it's, it's very fortunate, you know, obviously you, w- you don't wish that, you know, you don't wish having to live, you know, 
fit that like that um economic class on anybody but at the same time you know like i i mean i learned a lot from it and got an early perspective that a lot of people don't get the chance to have and so yeah that's definitely a lot of adversity kind of mm -hmm. seeing two sides of the coin like that you know what's something because that is a unique situation you yeah. know kind of being able to go through both sides in that amount yeah. of time what's something that you really learned about yourself um going through that process um well it, it's hard to say the the biggest thing i learned about myself but i mean one of the biggest habits that i kind of adopted was this sense of um just like independence, you know, like I, I never wanted to, I, like my whole goal was to like make life as easy as possible on my mom. Um, you know, like I never wanted to be a burden on her, whether it was like asking for money, causing trouble, you know, get like getting in fights with my siblings. Like, you know, I just wanted to try to put her mind to ease as much as possible. And so like, I never liked asking for help, you know, like if something was bothering me, I figured out ways to handle it by myself. Um, and it really caused me to like grow up and kind of, you know, wise up and, and really learn a lot about just life in general. And it's something that, you know, is really like carried on into my adult life, just with, you know, being disciplined, being selfless, like trying to like being kind to other people, just because, you know, a lot of people like they don't realize like what's going on in somebody's life. You know, like when I was like, after my stepdad passed, like, you know, you, you still going to school the next week you know, but you know, not every kid is, you know, you're not just going to go around telling people that, but at the same time, you know, if you're acting weird, you can't focus or whatever, you know, people start to notice. And so, you know, you try to, you know, hold your chin high. You try to still just carry on. You try not, you try to be fun. You don't want to ruin the, ruin, uh, ruin the day for anybody else. And so, um, I kind of learned real early, just, you know, how powerful like empathy is and, um, just really, you know, trying to, you know, the golden rule, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. And so you know, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt when it comes to, you know, how they're acting. You know, if somebody's like acting out. I always assume that, you know, there's some something going on with them that's just kind of building up and overflowing into this part of their life. And so, um, yeah, I mean, just try to find lessons like everywhere I can. Yeah, you definitely have a good understanding of just kind of looking at how everyone else is going to feel, how it's mm -hmm. going to affect their situation. But yeah. I, go ahead. I, you looked like you're No, about you're fine. Me. I feel like that's a quality I've noticed in both you and your sister is like how kind you guys are. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen you a lot and you haven't <laughs> seen me like I'm just hiding in the shadows. But like I always see you smiling. I always yeah. see you talking to people. I always see you giving people hugs like you and Becca have such a big heart for everyone. And like that's mm -hmm. something your sister like I've noticed a lot is that you guys are not going to judge anyone. Like you guys are just so accepting. And so mm -hmm. like that's a kudos to you. Like I didn't know that was your background. And so yeah. like, that's amazing that you've come from that and now look where you are. Yeah. I mean, it, it all really stems from my mom. I mean, no one has a bigger heart. No one's as patient. No one's as just kind to people as my mom is. Um, you know, she's been like a lifelong um, social worker slash like special needs worker, um, whether it be with adults or um, now she's a, she's been like a special ed teacher here at um, like in the LPS system for, I want to say the last like, eight years or so, or yeah, about eight years. And now, now she's over at like color middle school, but you know, we, we would always, you know, as kids, you know, you can't help it. Like you come home, you know, maybe you, you ripped your shirt or you got a right. grade on a test, you know, you, you find something to complain about on a regular basis just cause it's like old oh, world's end. And you know, my, my friend said he didn't like me or something, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and my mom always made sure that we had a good perspective on, you know, what other people, other kids our age are going through and how a lot of people are stressing just about, you know, things that they do to live. And we're over here complaining about, you know, 
one of our 10 shirts or, <laughs> you know, one of our friends being a little mean while, you know, she's having to like work with kids on a regular basis. They get picked on just for existing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's like really instilled like just a, a really strong work ethic in all of us, but also just this sense of like how blessed we are. You know, like she, she had us doing like a lot of like community service, whether it's down at Matt Talbot or just other forms of um, service to the community just to, just to keep us, just to keep our lives in perspective, just to make sure we always know like how blessed we are. And, you know, even, you know, it's funny, but like, it's real, you know, like, I mean, I got the chance to be at UMKC, which is, you know, it was like, it's a division one school, which is a lot of people's like dream. And, you know, like I talk about it, like I was, you know, I was working like a 12 hour shift to play basketball. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like I was getting my school paid for, but to me compared to this, it's like, oh man, like that was hell. But in reality, like that was a blessing. It's just this being here at Nebraska, having all the bells and whistles we got here, it's even more of a blessing. Um, And even though Becca came like straight into this, like she's, she's always been just, she's always kind of had that grit and that X factor of just making sure that she doesn't lose sight of like who she is and just, you know, how soon all this can disappear. And so, so you and your mom, like you seem like you care about your mom a lot. So how yeah. was it like leaving your mom to go to other schools? Yeah. I mean, my, yeah. I mean, just touch on that. I mean, yeah, like my, my mom's my rock. Um, you know, everything I do, like, you know, I mean, like I said, like everything that I kind of am today is in one way or another correlated back to her. Um, you know, even my work ethic, like she kind of told us, like she told all of us kids, she's like, listen, you know, if you want to go to college, you better get an athletic scholarship, like, or an academic, like, she's like, I'm not paying for school. So you can figure out how to get there. Like, I'll support you. But she's like, I'm not paying for it. She's like, that's what my mom, that's what my parents told me. And, you know, it really just, it, you know, pushed her to earn a scholarship. She played basketball at Northwest Missouri State. Um, And so I kind of knew, I was like, you know, even though I just love playing basketball, I'm also like, you know, I want to play at the highest level and I'm not just, I'm not going to have an opportunity to do that unless I earn it. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just with my mom, wait, what was the question? Sorry. I got sidetracked. How, no, you're good. Like, how was it like leaving your mom? Cause I feel like that'd be oh, very tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily, um, like I didn't know where I was going to go. I mean, cause I was really just, if anybody that played in a division one conference offered me a scholarship, there was a pretty high chance I was going to commit. <laughs> you just want to play ball. Yeah. I was like, please point. somebody like, just cause going the Juco route, man. Like you ask anybody that's, that's gone that route. You know, I got a lot of friends that have mm-hmm. played that way. Like it's risky just because you don't know what the setup's going to be, how sketchy the the whole system or coach or whoever is going to be. And so, I, like, if I didn't earn a Division one scholarship, like, that's the route I was going to go, and I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and so, luckily, I was fortunate enough to where the the school that found me um, was only three hours south of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, obviously, like, being away from home, it was, um, you know, a, a big change for sure, but um, just kind of – the habits that I had developed as a kid, just in terms of like trying to figure out how to do stuff on my own. And almost in a way was kind of like practice for how it was going to be living on my own. Just not because I, I mean, I never liked asking anybody for help. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just had different tasks in terms of um, what I would need help with that I had to figure out on my own. But, you know, at the end of the day, we were still like a division one school, you know, like I got all my books paid for. I had my apartment paid for. Like I didn't have a lot to, you know, we still got stipends. And so, you know, I was still babied, you know, in terms of like being an adult, but, um, what a hard life you live. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> what was me? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, luckily, you know, she was she was able to come down to a lot of games, and um, you know, the Summit League has a decent amount of games, kind of within driving range of Lincoln. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, that that part was still a blessing. So absolutely, we do have one from the text line that I want to get to before we go to break. And again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you guys want to comment, and also if you want to check out the new studio streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel nine five one. Unknown texter six five four zero says, "Wow." This young man is awesome. And uh, yeah, and again, we're all super excited to have him here, uh, especially getting to know the background. Just sound like you and your sister both just sound like overall great individuals. Um, and of course, excited for the basketball season. We'll throw it to break here. This is Speed and Power. We got special guest Josea Alec in here and the host is always Megan Walker. We'll catch you guys on the other side.